Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Excited to be back here with you. I'm going to talk today about walking in victory all the days of your life, keeping the victory and keeping yourself in a place of victory. So turn with me to the book of First Peter chapter 5. Thank you for everyone who's been sharing the podcast. We appreciate you. First um, Peter chapter 5, and I'm going to read, uh, I'm going to start reading here, verse Got my paper Bible, as you can hear. Uh, I'm going to start reading here, verse um, 5. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yes, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. You know, when it comes to victory, uh, it is an arrogance. It's understanding what Jesus has done for us. And really, the victory comes from a humility. It's submitting yourself to God. There's people who go through life discouraged. And maybe you're one of them that you just stay in a place of discouragement. And a lot of that stems from how you see yourself. But the Bible says that you've been born again. Old things have passed away. All things have become new and all things are of God. And so you need to understand that you're not a body. You're not a, a, a history of mistakes. You're not even uh, what's going on in your mind. You are a born-again spirit, and you're a new creature. And so it's understanding who Jesus said you are, because that's the reality. There's people who go their whole lives believing a lie, people who believe. I mean, an extreme example is people who who uh, become bulimic or anorexic, and obviously that's a that's a demon that's, that blinds them to see, but people who think they're overweight, but then they're withering away 70 pounds, whatever, and uh, and they and they can't see it. It's a blinding of the eyes. So when you look at the word, and you can see what the word says about you, and say this is this is who I am. I may have felt like I took a personality test, and it said I was timid, but I'm not timid because Proverbs 28 says the wicked flee when no man pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. So if that's my spirit, man, my personality may lean in a different direction, but bless God, my personality will change. My spirit doesn't change. Jesus is in me, and I'm bold as a lion. It's becoming conform- it's conforming yourself to the word, and it takes humility because it's saying, Lord, I don't feel that way. But Lord, I am who you say I am. So I thank you that no matter what the word says, even if I would have said that's opposite to my personality, Lord, thank you that you give me the strength to obey. You give me the strength to do it. And I thank you. I am who the word says I am. So the key is humility. It's not an arrogance of look at me. It's a humility to say, God, your word says this and I believe it and I'm standing in it and I'm not letting anyone or anything talk me out of it. Verse six, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Man, I love that verse. The Lord today wants you to cast your cares upon him. Don't carry burdens around. God didn't build you to walk around carrying burdens. Whatever it is, the Lord's your provider. The Lord's your protector. The Lord is your, is the all-sufficient one. He's the God of mercy. He's the God of victory. He's the God of help. He's on your side. He loves you. He wants to do good things for you today. Amen. Verse 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions or troubles are accomplished in your brethren that are in all the world. But the God of all grace, who has called us unto the eternal glory by Jesus Christ, after you have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So here now it gives us advice on dealing with the devil dealing with your adversary. And the Bible says, be an example to God's flock. In verse three, it says, be subject one to another, be clothed with humility, 
cast your cares on him. Don't life's not to, meant a Christian life's not meant to carry around being stressed and anxious. And then it says, be sober, which means be free from the influence of intoxicants. Now he's not just talking about stop drinking alcohol. That'd be stop getting drunk. That's part of it, right? But be sober. It means be alert. And it means be calm and collected in spirit. When you understand that you're not working to get the victory, you're working from a place of victory. When God made Adam, he made him on the sixth day. Everything was already done. The job was completed. And he stepped in and his first day was a day of rest. When, when Jesus hung on the cross, he said, it is finished. Man came into salvation with the finished work of the cross. It was already done. So yes, we, yes, uh, we can people can lose their victory, but it's because they're not withstanding the devil. So you're not saved and I'm trying to get the victory over sin, trying to get the victory over sickness and disease, trying to get the victory, trying to get get the victory. You start from a place of victory. I want everyone to say this. Say, I'm a winner. Oh, I'm a champion. I'm an overcomer. Say it again. I'm a winner. I'm a champion and I'm an overcomer. And say this, I'll never be beaten another day in my life. Hallelujah. Now, why don't you thank the Lord for that? Why don't you go ahead and open your mouth and rejoice? Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you. Lord, you're so good. Thank you that you made us victorious. The Bible says, that we're seated together with Christ in heavenly places. So that means his victory is our victory. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. In Joshua 1, it says, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. We we enter into the things of God victorious, but it says, be calm and collected in spirit. It's getting an understanding and, and living out of the place of your spirit to know I am an overcomer and it doesn't matter what comes my way. I'm going to overcome it because there's a nature inside me that makes me a winner. The first key to victory is understanding the victory Jesus purchased for you. The first key to walking in victory is understanding that victory that Jesus paid for for you. You're not trying to get a victory. You are living in him, moving in him, walking in him, and you have the victory. You may feel like you're struggling, but life's not a struggle. You have the victory. So it's like you're working knowing the outcome. It's, it's, I heard someone in healing school said this to me as I was preaching. And they said, uh, oh, the fight is rigged. Just get in and stand your ground and you'll win. The fight is rigged. So then it tells us what to do. So be sober, be vigilant. The word vigilant means awake, watchful. It's the opposite of laxity and indifference. It means spiritually alert. Now is the time. The Bible says never lag in zeal. Where we, as children of God, where you you have to go out of your way to stir yourself up. You, ha- you have to really swim against the grain of this generation that just wants to lay under the covers all day. I wish I could, if it wasn't for my bills, I wouldn't go to work. You stir yourself up to be a productive person, to be a, an on fire person, to say people may be wasting their time. I'm standing up and I'm going to stir my spirit man up again today. I'm going to get the word in my spirit. I'm going to build a defense system in my spirit. I'm going to renew my mind. I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to be the opposite of indifferent when it comes to the things of God. I'm going to be spiritually alert. And it tells why. It says, do that. Be be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. So that means there's believers that the devil can come and devour, devours them with sickness and disease, devours them with discouragement, with depression, with distraction. He devours them with wrong doctrine because they haven't put the word of God in their heart. They're, they're moved around with every wind of doctrine. You, you have to sure up the ship. 
You have to shore up your own life. You have to renew your own mind. You have to put the word in your spirit. You have to build yourself up when it comes to your authority. God didn't give it that there would just be a preacher who would enter everything for you. I believe in ministers. I believe that we're, as a minister, I'm meant to build up the body. But there is a responsibility on every believer to come and put the word on the inside of your spirit. The Bible says, how will a young man keep his way pure by giving heed according to your word? Then it says, your word have I hidden in my heart that I will not sin against you. The devil is looking to devour people. Jesus is giving us the defense. Be sober, be watchful, be diligent. Be, be vigilant, be, be the opposite of lax and indifferent, be spiritually alert. The devil doesn't take a day off. What do you mean I can't rest? No, you rest, but you stir, you keep your spirit, man, up and in tune and communing with the Holy Spirit. You stay connected. You don't let yourself just go off for days in distraction. You stay connected to the Holy Ghost. And then James, and then James uh, uh, chapter 4 and it's very similar. It gives us the same uh, instruction, James 4, verse 7. And it says, no, it actually says verse 6, very similar. But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. Draw near to God, and he'll draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. So the Bible says to resist the devil. What does it mean? To resist means to stand against. You know, when you've got the word of God in your spirit regarding healing and health, when it, when a sickness tries to come on you, you resist the devil. Nah, there's no way I'm letting this thing stay in my body. Who do you think you are? I'm a te- If Jesus can't get sick, I'm not getting sick. When temptation comes, when you've got the word in you, that, that temptation will, will sicken you. Someone comes to you and says, hey, bro, let's go do this. No, bro, who do you know? I'm a holy man of God. Do you know who I am? You have to know the victory Christ has won. And then you have, number two, is you have to stay full of the word. That's the only way to resist the devil. You know, and really it comes down to understanding what God's will is for you. And if you don't get in the word for yourself and understand God's will for you, you'll never resist the devil because you'll think, oh, Jesus is trying to teach me a lesson with this sickness. You know, Jesus is allowing me to go through this time of, of you know, low finances just to prove, just to for me to learn some things. That's not it. The Bible says we go from glory to glory and strength to strength. There is nothing that says you have to get broke before you can get blessed. If, if the Lord's blessed you in business, you can come out of business and go to the next level. You don't have to get broke before you can get blessed. The Lord will bless you. If you, if you will sow, you know, there's, there's areas of harvest. There's harvest from your seed and there's harvest from your work. And so if you're a diligent person and a giver and, you, and you're a soul winner, you're, you're, you're out there doing it as well, there's an amplified, multiplied harvest. When people are doing what God has called them to do and giving, it's not just one or the other. You can't be stingy and then, oh, I'm about my father's business. You'll, you'll have some harvest. And then if you're generous, but then there's no doing what God has told you to do. There's no soul winning. There's no being a person. Even this podcast for me, this is part of me. I love you. I'm glad people get blessed by this, but this is part of me being a worker in God's field that that, that that I sit down and I record and we put this out so people can be encouraged. This is part of engaging in the kingdom of God. And when you engage and then, and then when the attack comes, you know, no, I'm not putting up with sickness in my home. I'm not putting up with discouragement, with, with con- con- condemnation. I'm not putting up with any of that. I'm not putting up with a low week. Lord, I thank you that I'm blessed coming in and blessed going out. And you resist the devil 
in Jesus' name. You resist the devil. The devil doesn't need to be punched. The devil doesn't need to be defeated. The devil lost 2,000 years ago. Your job is to stand. You know what actually means resist? means to take a stand against. You know the opposite of resist is yield to. So the Bible says, or submit yourself to, submit yourself to God, resist the devil. So submit yourself to God's word. It says what it says, and then resist the devil and he'll flee which means take a stand against. No, I'm not putting up with this in my family. I'm not putting up with discouragement. I'm going after the things of God. I'm not going to let myself think those thoughts. I'm not going to let myself sit in sin. I'm going to purify my heart. I'm going to go after the things of God. I'm going to resist the devil. I'm going to put the defenders up. I'm not just going to coast through life indifferent. I'm going after the things of God, and I'm going to walk in victory all the days of my life. In Jesus' name. Well, God bless you today. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Love you. Bye.